Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum as defined by you is where we start. I'm Jo and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of State at Full Motherhood. Today we're talking about what to do when you're tired of doing all the things, but you're telling yourself there's just no way out of it at least not till the kids are all in school and you finally have some time to yourself. So I used to have this thought pretty much all of the time. I was always telling myself that it just never stops with three kids and a pilot husband who's gone half the time. And then one day I really heard myself say it in my head and I just realised, yes, that's right, it never stops until you decide to stop. We want to remind ourselves over and over that we create our lived experience with the thoughts that we think over and over again and that we get to change that experience any time we want to. So I wanted to share an example of this from when I took my two oldest daughters for their flu shot a couple of years ago. So they were both very nervous and every single time the nurse went to give my oldest her shot, she'd say, but wait, I have a question and move away. And this went on a few more times with me trying to hold on to her, but then the nurse decided we needed some backup. So she called in another nurse, but that didn't work either. But wait, I have a question, but wait, I have a question, she kept saying again and again. So then they called in another nurse who, when she came into the room, somehow managed to trap the skin of my other daughter's arm in the hinge of the door. So then I had two hysterical daughters screaming and three frustrated nurses and it was all so loud. And then my oldest oldest suddenly just decided. She announced she was ready. The nurse gave her the shot without any fuss or complaint at all. She said it didn't even hurt and then everyone went on with their day nursing their various physical and mental wounds from the whole experience. So I saw that day that my oldest really just decided in a split second, which is actually all a decision ever takes, that this shot was no longer a problem for her. Maybe she just got bored of the bedlam, I'm not sure, but she's never had a problem getting any shot since, thank goodness. So we can decide, as stay-at-home mums, to keep going, going, going with the same actions we're taking right now, driven by the same thoughts we have right now, and we can keep creating the same experience we're currently having over and over. And what that looks like for the mums I work with is no breaks, no rest, and definitely no time to do what they want to do for themselves. That thing that they know is going to light them up but it's just seen as just not an option until everything else is out of the way first. And what this creates is just more and more things that need to be done. Because the brain is always looking for evidence of what it believes. And so it's there actively looking for things that need doing over and over again. This is the way we're wired and it's designed to keep us safe. 
So I saw an example of this yesterday when I learned about the non-toxic cleaners by the company doTERRA. And then the very first car I came to a stop to behind at a traffic light had a huge doTERRA bumper sticker on the back. So these stickers have probably been everywhere around me before now. But from now on, I'm for sure going to spot every single one of them because those thoughts about doTERRA are now in my head. So if your constant doing is driven by the thought that you have to keep doing or else you'll fall behind at home or worse, that everything will just completely fall apart the minute you stop to rest, ask yourself this question. What if there's nothing to fall behind on? If you didn't have your to-do list or keep track of your tasks in any way, if that was all taken away from you, what do you think would happen? You'd for sure still feed your kids. You'd still notice when the seasons changed or their clothes got too small. You'd still clean up the mess you saw right there in front of you. It's just not true that if you slowed down and let go a little, then everything would actually fall apart. But we don't feel safe enough to risk trying this out because we're constantly telling ourselves that it never stops. Like there's just this force of nature moving through our home that we can't really do anything about. So we just keep battling it as best we can. We keep going. We keep looking for what else needs to be done. And so we never stop for even a moment or pause or assess or even entertain the idea of doing things any differently. And the person who suffers under this is not just you in your exhaustion and overwhelm, but your kids and your partner too, who they'd love nothing more than to enjoy your presence and your attention. And also, I would argue that the rest of the world suffers too, because I believe that every stay-at-home mum has a brilliant, unique gift to share with the world, and that this flows naturally from you once you give yourself the permission and the time and the focus to follow that pull you feel to do what you want for you. So how does doing what you love come into this really? Like, how is it even possible as a stay-at-home mum? Well, the answer is that believing in yourself, trusting that you are truly safe, so believing in yourself enough to do what you love is the thing that gives you the energy and the clarity to get what matters done in your life at home. You don't have to keep striving to get everything else done first. And by everything else, I mean not only the cooking and the cleaning, the ironing, the pets, the laundry, but also taking care of what you think each member of your family wishes for and desires before you ever even consider your own wants. This is how we end up as mums knowing all of our children's preferences without being able to name even one of our own. So we can clearly see where this takes us to the point where we don't have time for ourselves because we don't believe that we have time for ourselves. And so we're always finding more and more to do and telling ourselves that all those things are urgent and imperative to get, the, the, to get done now. So what I'm here to say that we do instead is to do the thing that you love first in your day. That's right, first thing before anything else. 
And before you argue with me on this and say that there's just no way you can possibly say right before getting the breakfast done and the packed lunch is ready, just remind yourself of this. If you're always telling yourself that you need to have a decent amount of time, whatever decent may mean, to do something you love and that you don't have that amount of time, then all that can happen is that you stay exactly as you are. But what is a writer really? A writer is a person who writes. So start with one paragraph a day or one sentence a day. Be a person who writes and you are the writer you've always wanted to be. Or if you feel pulled to move and dance like I did, what's stopping you from dancing to one song in the morning, even with your kids right there watching you? What allowing yourself to do what you love does is it gets you started on your day with acknowledging everything you are rather than everything you think you'll never have time to be. It will boost your mood for sure because you feel good doing the thing you love. And it will, bu- it will build your belief in yourself that you can create what you want because you're actually doing it bit by bit. You have actual evidence of it. And this belief then extends into the rest of your day and into all your other tasks that you've been telling yourself you just can't get done because, well, you're a procrastinator and anyway, you just can't seem to focus. None of this is true. You get to decide who you are from here on out. It's all about deciding who you want to be and building that trust in yourself And I'm telling you that this, this method is the best way to start that process of building self-trust in the most fun way, in the most effective and the most impactful way, because you're showing yourself here that it is safe for you to do what you want to do too. Nothing falls apart if you do, and your family does not, in fact, suffer. Actually, they get the gift of more of the real you as you start to light yourself up doing what you love. And the more you pour this version of you into your life, the more these bubbles of fun and joy that you're now experiencing filter out all the things that never really mattered to you in the first place. When you try this and put your attention here, you'll see that so many things you used to think were important because you'd been told that they were simply disappear from your to-do list entirely. Okay, that's it for today. Please join me again next Tuesday for another episode and feel free to hop on a free consult call on Zoom with me before then to find out more about coaching one-on-one in my six-week coaching program where you will learn to prioritize so you have time for your passion alongside your motherhood. To book a call, go to my website at joyfulmamacoaching.com. That's joyful with two L's. See you then, and thanks for listening. Till next week, bye-bye.